Kia ora koutou katoa, you're listening to What's All This Then? I'm Bailey Pochi. And I'm Sam Mandigami. Me and Bailey have been best friends since we were 13 years old on a set of a high school musical production of Grease. Bailey lives in Auckland, New Zealand, and I live in London, England, and we don't talk as much as we should. So this podcast is an opportunity for us to catch up, shoot the shit, and talk as though we still live in the same country. And we are vain enough to think that it might be mildly entertaining. So, with that in mind, Sam, what's all this then? So, for people who don't know us, what, what, what do you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, for the sake of for the sake of new listeners, tell us. Yeah. Who the fuck no, are we you? Can, we can assume that if if like the majority audience for this is going to be our friends, right? So, which already just at that, if I'm listening to a podcast, I'm turning the fuck around. <laughs> Okay. Oh, these guys just made a podcast for their friends. Well, we're not doing the podcast for our friends. We're doing the podcast in order to get that big barstool sports money in about two years. But <laughs> oh, I can't wait for us for a Squarespace check to fly through oh, my door. Oh, mate, don't even start me on Weebly.com, okay? Because <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm we're we're gonna have a public falling out as big as the. Uh, the girls or call her daddy and it's going don't know what you that know is. maybe oh wait maybe you've suggested it, it. A... i haven't suggested it because it's just two girls from new york talking about sex and that that yeah i actually think you did suggest that <laughs> uh, i definitely didn't suggest that because that that's none nah, of my I think you told me about that I, what's your only interest, isn't what, it? What, girls from New York talking about sex? Nah. New York City, I'm, baby. I'm a Nebraska boy. Um, <laughs> you know the one thing that they say about you when when they're introducing Sam Andy Gomez, like, oh, you mean the Nebraska boy? <laughs> yeah, you mean the guy who likes to talk about girls and boys from Nebraska talking about sex? You mean that old nebby neb? I that sounds racial. Husker is 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 what they're called. I know that because I follow American sports. Um, okay. Okay. So, so who are you? I, Okay, yeah, for, for for Bailey's friends, probably in New Zealand, who are listening to this thinking, who's this buzzer? Uh, my name's Sam. I have just graduated from university in London studying politics and international relations, which, yes, is as boring as it sounds. And um, I'm now, um, I believe the term is unemployed um, and desperate for, for, for anybody to give me any sort of money. Um, I was Bailey's best friend until he moved to New Zealand, at which point we never spoke again. Bailey, do you want to explain who we you became, are? We became, we became mortal enemies. We, we, be, we became nemeses. <laughs> mortal frenemies. M- m- mortal frenemies who occasionally have sex. 
we've never don't done we that. Bailey? We occasionally have sex. We I we've never we, done we, that. I've we never occasionally. Done that. I, I don't do that. I'm so excited uh, for your mum to listen to. I this. am not doing <laughs> that. That's not what I am doing. Are you all right? That's my Nebraska accent. <laughs> oh no! Now I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. What is so? That's that's <laughs> that's the essence of who you are. Is you're an unemployed uni graduate. I'm an unemployed uni graduate who loves politics and sport, but that's like boring. But I really think I'm cool. I, Those are two boring things I, to well, like. Well, that's the to thing. I can't. I can't explain how cool I am in person. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're in the wrong medium, then. What are you doing on a podcast? <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't want to record, but my best friend was nagging me and nagging me. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't want to record because you were just so wiped out. <laughs> look, look. You don't know what it's like. Those boys down the hockey pitch that we play football on every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> those, those boys uh, sucking me out something fierce. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, I, I guess, I guess I'll, it's my turn. Yeah, maybe you do it, and then maybe I'll reintroduce myself, because you're probably better <laughs> at it than I am. Um, my name's Bailey Poaching. I'm a filmmaker and a comedian. Uh, I moved to, oh, I was raised in Wakefield, West Yorkshire, same as Sam, that's where we met. And when I was 19, I moved to Auckland, New Zealand, um, which is where my family's from. And I studied film. And now I'm a filmmaker and comedian. And I'm failing at both. So that's where I'm coming in from. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't any better than mine. And that makes me feel a lot better about no, myself. No, it wasn't. But let's consider this. We're actually way more boring <laughs> than, we are, than we think we are. Well, I, I'm We're actually considerably of, was I more boring. I when I was 17? Maybe. Sam. <laughs> uh, how... How was your week? Um, I was in a lovely little cottage in Nottinghamshire with my family <laughs> for more or less this entire week. How was your week, Bailey? How was my week? Um, well, New Zealand recently um, had its first case of community transmission of the Rona Rona. <laughs> um. Yeah, so New Zealand has been... Oh, well, Auckland has been placed on level three lockdown. The rest of New Zealand is on level two alert. Um, so, yeah, about halfway through the week, I found out I was going to be home for the next two weeks. So, by community transmission, do you just mean, like, a bloke in the old... Uh, what's, what's those supermarkets in, in New Zealand called? Countdown. Countdown. So, just a bloke in the old countdown has coughed on an old woman. Well, well. so, so New Zealand has had, like, very good... Um, contact tracing we've known where every case has come from um where it's been transmitted to um so we've been uh, very good at tracking the the strain of, of transmission um but this case was a family um <laughs> that got the virus and we don't yet fully know how or where it got where it came from so and i think so- that the entirety of your biggest city has gone into lockdown. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what's happened. By that logic, the entirety of Britain should be on fire. 
Um, <laughs> just, and in a sense, in a sense, it is. <laughs> in America, they, should, they just need to they just need to take a big saw, cut the border with Mexico and Canada, and just flip it over. That's what they need to do. They need to flip it like a <laughs> like a pancake or a pizza pie. By that logic, like an omelette. Omelette, but much less tasty. Um, Like a ham and cheese and pepper omelette. What what accent was that? You tell me. Well, I don't think I should, um, especially not on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I should. Especially not on a recorded, a recorded voice thing. Medium. 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 So how was how was your little how was your little cottage? Your little, um, your little holiday, your cute little um, getaway. Honestly, the, the weather for about five days straight was over thirty degrees, and uh, we had we had grand plans to go about the, the 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 middle of the country that we often neglect as a family because we don't care for it because it's so close to home. It's a bit like, well, we'll just go to all the places around Yorkshire. We don't really think about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all these lovely places apparently. Um, but it was yeah over thirty degrees, and what we actually ended up doing was lounging in 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 the in the lovely garden at this cottage for five days. What was the cottage? Was it like just something you rented it out for, like a like a Airbnb or something, it, or uh, what? It's, it's on it's on cottages for you. They're called, which I suppose is an equivalent of Airbnb. Right. But it was a it was like a decked out old barn with this massive like this family i say they're a family it's just like a wife and a husband i don't know if they got kids but they live in this massive house right and the barn that's on their land they've done up and they now rent out as a cottage and we lived in there but mate this this village that we were staying in serious hot fuzz vibes i'll say that just just okay massive houses after massive houses we're talking like we're talking like five bedroom manors just next to each other. It was completely, they had like apple trees on their driveway. And like there was this one house, that like, so, so we kept doves. They just had yeah, doves in their back garden that you could see from the road. It was insane. What, like no, in cages? No, 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 no. Just on. My mum told me there was a name for them. There's this place you can just get doves to sit if you keep them. And like, yeah. Pets at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was just a big pets at home. Yeah. Uh, with a brown tarmac. They keep them between the goldfish and, and the gerbils. <laughs> yeah, and the same house made and sold um, their own honey. It was one of these places, mate. It was very odd. Lovely. Um, so, where do we go when we die? <laughs> <laughs> Hell for I'm sorry, you. mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I asked about your holiday, but I didn't realize it was going to be so boring. <laughs> so, absolutely nothing happened. Do you have a favorite quote from Hot Fuzz? <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why? Um, tell us a bit. You know what? Should we talk about? Uh, we've talked about our friendship before, but should, what what should we talk about? Like, I feel like we need. <laughs> You, our, you, our, our friendship is now. You pestering me to go. record tonight, and then twenty minutes in, you saying the words, "What should we talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hunt down no, the your thing family. Is, the thing is, 
it's not pestering if we pre-agreed that it was going to happen <laughs> at this time. No, but it is. Do you know what I mean? If then I get there and go, I can't be bothered. <laughs> and then you cried <laughs> about it over Messenger for 10 minutes. I didn't cry about it. Let's, I'll put it this way. You said, oh, can we do another? Can we do tomorrow night? I just played a game of football. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then you explained that it was with middle-aged men, so it really tuckered you out. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you don't know what it's like to have five middle-aged men surrounding you, poking your ball. You have? Did you miss? Oh, you actually just did cut you out miss there. that? That was a good joke. I said you don't know what it's like to yeah. have five middle-aged men surrounding you, poking your ball. Ah, oh. no, I've got two. Two middle-aged men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a TV show about us. It's called Two and a Half Men. Mate, I wish you hadn't made that joke because the one I made immediately before that was a banger and people would have been laughing and that. <laughs> and you brought it down massively. <laughs> no, because my joke implies that I was one of the lead actors in Two and a Half Men. But you weren't. In a sense, I was. Well, no, because you were four when it was getting filmed. Yeah, exactly. A half man. <laughs> Charlie Sheen snorted cocaine off you all the same. That's going to get us <laughs> a legal battle. Um, so if anybody wants to donate... Oh, okay, to our... no, yeah, for, for legal reasons, that didn't happen. Yeah, if anybody wants to donate to our Patreon so that we can fight Charlie Sheen in court. Oh, uh, if, you, if you dare suggest that we have a Patreon, I'll kill you. Uh... But inevitably, when I do suggest we have a Patreon, it'll be the greatest idea I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> which, which which explains this, both the standard of your ideas and your fickleness. So I was applying for a job today, Bailey, with a with a think tank of all things. Um, do you know what one of those is? Yeah, it's like where they put the smart fish. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. They're called whales. <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> You're an idiot. Sorry, yeah, well, I mean, a dolphin's a baby whale. So. <laughs> if, if you were a fish, you'd be one of those that lives right in the crust of the ocean that can exist at high pressures and temperatures and nobody likes. And that's why you deserve to be in the think tank. And that's tank. why I deserve to be in the think tank, because I'm a big... <laughs> wait, I'm wait. an alpha whale. A think, a, think, a think tank is what your stupid mate with a lisp calls a swimming pool. <laughs> okay, so... We've, we've been recording for 26 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we've got into a legal battle with Charlie Sheen and you've offended people with speech impediments. So, okay, so you, you so what's this think tank? So I don't want to name it because I'm definitely not going to get the job. But um, It's Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's facebook.com. <laughs> it's, it's Cambridge Analytica. Mate, I I if Cambridge Analytica offered me a job, would I be saying no? Uh no. <laughs> if if it means you can pay that London rent. Your 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 you cut out for me there, and that's very funny. Sorry, I'll go again. I'll go again. If it means you can pay that London rent. Was that worth it? Um, I'd say no. I'd go with no. <laughs> so, um, I was applying for this <clears> job today. And classic, you need to send in your CV, which is, you know, normal. And uh, a cover letter, which I have become particularly oh. bad at recently. Oh, I hate those. Um, but this this job was a bit unique because it also re- um, required a 500-word 
brief of of a policy that you would want to change or introduce to make Britain better after the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'm not going to say what I did because, you know, I'm not going to get this job, but... More booby bars. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, belly buttons for all. Um, (laughs) So clones need them. (laughs) If you're a clone, like in the S Club movie... (laughs) We'll give you a belly button. It was everybody gets an elbow. Uh... <laughs> Especially those cunts that I don't like. <laughs> Especially them shit dabs down the hockey pitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so, yeah, you wrote a policy. I wrote a policy advocating we invade Portugal. Um... <laughs> <laughs> See how they like it. <laughs> Coming over here. This one's for Brazil. Yeah, I found out today. So, this is... That wasn't going anywhere, but um, you hate colonisation. So, um, I found out today yeah. that Iran's never really been colonised, as it were. Uh, we've been conquered when, you know, em- empires so, were... I mean, for listeners, for listeners who... Sorry, for listeners that don't know, Sam is half Iranian, oh, yeah. half English. I am Samoan and Maori, uh, um, but I also have heritage back in Indonesia, the Torres Strait Islands, and yeah, but I've also all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm, uh... I'm <laughs> I've also got I've also got a background in web design, <laughs> and um, and uh, I've dabbled in uh, uh, marketing. So um, yeah, my so, joke. yeah. So I've dabbled in marketing, <laughs> and um. And I do a bit of um, tap dancing. <laughs> tap dancing on a weekend. <laughs> tap dancing on a weekend, breaking it down on a weekday. <laughs> okay, no, back to. Sorry, I'm so sorry. So, so Sam is. <laughs> so Sam is Sam is Iranian. I I strongly identify as an indigenous creative. So that's where we're coming from. Here. Um, but yeah, so um, Iran hasn't been sort of formally colonized. Uh, by the European... What's a formal colonisation? You know, they send an email first. <laughs> well, you have to buy the country a drink first. Um, <laughs> I... You have to wear a tie while you kill the native people. Uh, well, I mean, I assume some of them did sometimes, which isn't good. Yeah. Um, by formal colonisation, I mean kind of post-1500s by a European right, right, power. Right. Um, or alternatively, it doesn't have to be European. Um Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but I mean, the Europeans definitely well, left their mark. No, don't don't but... get me wrong. The Europeans definitely did some colonization, but it wasn't exclusively. The yeah, the, uh... everyone had a bit. Of, everyone had a slice of the pie. What I was saying is that Iran has been, you know, it's been conquered by little empires and um, sort of feudal empires, and um, in the Middle East, pushing to Greece and pushing to India. You know, through the the early years BC, so let's say the middle years right. BC, but Iran hasn't been mainland Iran hasn't been colonized. I found out today, however, that the islands in the Persian Gulf have been. And I did not know that by Portugal, they got colonized. By wow! Portugal. I found out in 1507, Noru's Island. Um, no, not Noru's Island. Noru's means New Year. Um, Hormuz. Hormuz Mubarak. Yeah, no, Hormuz Mubarak. Merci, Jonah. Um, 
Hormuz Island in the Strait of Hormuz between Iran and Oman. Um, oh, okay. Between uh, okay, yeah. Um, they have <laughs> <laughs> they have they have multiple islands, and Hormuz Island. I found out today has a its beaches have like a reddish hue because its beaches aren't just made out of sand; they're also made out of clay because that's just naturally found on the island. So like, right. so, like, they have this reddish hue and it turns the sea water red when it washes onto the shore. And it's, like, it's used for art. And it's also, they put it in, like, food and stuff. Um, nice. But, yeah, the Portuguese colonised that in 1507. <clears throat> and it was only won back in the 1700s by a, a, a joint venture between Persia, which is obviously Iran, and the, the East India Company. Wow! Yeah, did not know that. That's a fun colonization fact for everybody today. And they're all pretty fun when you get down well, to get it. They're all quite... What colonization facts aren't fun, really? They're all a bit of a giggle and a laugh, you know, <clears throat> slapping the tickle. Um, and this can lead us onto a segment we have called "Get in the Bin," which is a oh yeah, which is a, something from the past week that has, for lack of a better term, fucked us right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will let you take this one first. Oh, now that's good. Because what do you, what's going in the bin? Because I haven't thought of anything. Okay, I've got go, one. I've go got on. one. So, um, in New Zealand, there's obviously a massive racial disparity and like uh, a lot of tension between eth- ethnic groups. Um, Auckland, for example, is the Pacifica capital of the world. There are some Pacific nations where more of their citizens live in Auckland than they do on the actual island. Um, And so Auckland has the highest Pacific population of any city in the world. That said, um, they are disproportionately placed in South Auckland due to gentrification and, um, I guess, um, you know, a modern form of segregation. And so when we had this community transmission outbreak this week... um, there was there was a lot of focus put on the family. There was one family that four cases within within a big household, and, and this sparked a debate about um, race in New Zealand. And so a lot of people were identifying them as Islanders, Pacific Islanders, and and obviously that drew out a lot of ire towards the Polynesian community. Um, so I've been a bit fucked off about how um, the media, as well as you know the general public and comment sections and so on, was so quick to racialize the issue and identify it as a problem with our community. Um, uh, and, I mean, the, the government response has been pretty swift in terms of identifying actual statistics and pointing out that Pacific and Maori communities were actually disproportionately coming in for testing, even though they were the least affected um, communities. Um, yeah, so that fucked me off. Just just a good old bit of systemic racism um, to go in the bin. And I feel like maybe we should limit at the amount of times I can put that in the bin because yeah. it's going to be most weeks. I mean, I, I think it'd be fun if we track what goes in the bin every week and why. Because if, yeah, definitely. if we're still doing this in, say, a year, which is probably optimistic, but it would be fun to yeah. look back at, at what's been in the bin. Um, you know, is the bin over? And whether we'd, whether we'd take the bit stuff out of the bin. Yeah. I mean, I'm keeping systemic racism in there, but... <laughs> I mean, it could redeem itself. You know, the second half's coming soon, and um, <laughs> like just, just, um, just, so yeah. just as a disclaimer, I do not believe systemic racism can redeem itself. 
Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. I don't think I have to point that out to people, but you know, the internet gets like that these days. It does. It does. So I would put. I would put specifically that instance of of the mistreatment of there was this whole discussion of whether if it was a um, a Pakia or a white family that that had caused the outbreak, would the media be so quick to identify that? Would the media be so quick to identify the race of a family if it wasn't um, one of these small communities with a bad um, kind of representation issue in the media anyway? Um, um, I, I, I mean, yeah. you can kind of assume that it definitely wouldn't have. No, it yeah. It definitely wouldn't yeah, for have. Sure. And I, I obviously can't speak about the specific uh, racial disparities within New Zealand, but, um, you know, kind of extrapolating the general racial disparities that I am to understand in, you know, my own country and throughout the world anyway, you can kind of assume that no, they wouldn't have focused so much on it if it was not an yeah. Islander family off in South Auckland because it's so easy to lead a story in that way. It's so, and it, it, there's no skin off the media's back to do that. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, there's obviously, yeah, as, as with a lot of things in the past few months, there's a lot more open accountability, people calling the media and politicians to account for these kind of pretty massive missteps. Um, people are more willing to call out bullshit. But still, you know, the fact that there's still bullshit to call out is quite exhausting. Well, it's kind of just like, it's the same bullshit, but it's in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same. When you get down to the core of it, it's the exact same issue that has not been dealt with. Ultimately, because there is a, a large cohort of people within society who don't want it to be dealt with. Yeah. Or don't, yeah, just are better off without it. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it doesn't bother them. No, not even, not only does it not bother them, they're actually the ones fueling and perpetuating it. Mm, because yeah. they're the racists. Because they benefit from yes, it. Yes, of course. Oh. I'm glad we started off with a nice light little number. Yeah, I just... was just thinking, because it came off, that first <clears throat> half I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> this, is, this is the equivalent of, um, you know when you've just taken the bin out, and you've put in a lovely fresh bin liner, and the first yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that's going in it is just, just the fucking heaviest bottom of shit off the bottom yeah, of your yeah, plate, yeah, yeah. and it's just going to seep all the way through to the bottom of the actual bin. I'm, yeah, thank. Uh, now I now I'm now I'm doubting it. <laughs> now <laughs> no, I'm thinking of no. lighter. Th- oh, oh. No, don't. Because I actually I do have a lighter one. I, I do have a lighter one to put in the bin, I've but I'll a, let you go first. Yeah, I've got a doozy to line up. Um, well, this week, Bailey, I ordered what it said was a a baguette, a baguette sausage sandwich, vegetarian. Obviously, I'm a vegetarian. You're not allowed to say that anymore. Well, well, aren't you? Because I just did. So, okay, sorry. I'm sorry you derailed that. <laughs> no, yeah, I ordered a, a baguette um, sausage sandwich. And let me tell you this, Bailey. It very much did not come in a baguette. It came in what I can only describe as a tea cake. Now, as a man who loves baguettes perhaps more than anything in the world, 
Um, definitely more than his family. Um, it's a very cultured bread. It's a very like it. It makes you feel it, it well um, it, of a certain stature. Um, and you can kind of you can hollow it out and make it a pocket, so that there's no spillage. Uh, I just I just love it. I just love the crust and the flavour and the, the the mix between the softness on the inside and the crust on the outside. But let me tell you this, Bailey, I did not get served a baguette. And, and for that reason, this specific cafe that I cannot remember the name of in Bakewell in Derbyshire can get in the fucking bin. Nice. Nice. And so, I'll, I mean, I'll ask this. Was the tea cake actually enjoyable? I know there was disappointment involved, but did you enjoy the sandwich? In, in a vacuum, the sandwich was most enjoyable, most pleasing for me, but we weren't in a vacuum. We were in a world where I'd been promised a baguette and, and ultimately yeah. let down. What, what you've done there is you've, uh, you've, you, you, you've sent me some naughty, na- naughty messages and then I have, I have, I, I don't know where this metaphor's going. Yeah, I was scared of where this was going. Yeah, it was going to be, um, <laughs> it was going to be, I'd, I'd, I'd been ready and primed to uh, have a bit of fun by myself and then it had Ended too early, but I don't like that. Ready and prime. I mean, it's it's like it's in a way, it's comparable to to racial oppression. <laughs> in that context matters. In that in that context matters. <laughs> in the context of the story is is what defines it. The, so I I think those the context two things of the are, story. Uh, one of hope and disappointment. Mm. Mm. I want to change mine now. <laughs> I mean, I still want mine to get in the bin. I still want. I still want racism to go in the bin. But... Are you saying that you don't want racism to go in the bin? Because I'm not sure if I'm That's... willing to vote with that. I'm not sure if I'm willing <laughs> don't... to toe the party line. I don't know if you heard me, but I just said I, I want to keep it in the well, bin. Can I put a light one in the bin as well? Because I feel like we, I just made I made the podcast like glum about halfway through. One thing in the bin per week. <gasps> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> am I gonna go back? Am I gonna go back on my promise and take systemic racism out the bin? Bailey is well and truly putting systemic racism back on the menu. <laughs> For all to take. Um, Go on. No, I'll keep it. I'll stick no, with it. I'll no, stick with on. it. If anything, so... if anything, you're the bad guy for following up systemic racism with <laughs> <laughs> with, not, with not getting a baguette that you wanted. <laughs> so I feel like if anything, that reflects more on you. <laughs> look, look, than it look does I, on me. I, point of tried to take systemic racism out of the bin like you. <laughs> we are not Neither have I. Neither have I. We are not the same, Bailey. Did we did we or did we just not discuss the uh, the fact that context matters? Well <laughs> does it? Because we live in a post truth era now, Bailey. Oh gross. You could say that left is right, or I could say that you said that systemic racism deserves I mean I personally believe that I personally believe that left is right. And right is wrong. And racism is good. Is what <laughs> Forgivable? <you're saying. laughs> For 
forgivable in the context of a baguette. Forgivable in the context of a bin. If you served me racism in a baguette, I would probably eat it. <laughs> <laughs> because, to be fair, I mean, I'll say it, baguette, probably the mo- more racist end of the bread spectrum. Oh, I, I mean, not true. Everybody knows that the most racist bread is a balm cob. So... What the fuck is I that? I don't know. It just sounds a bit racial, doesn't it? Isn't a bar, Isn't that a tea cake? Isn't that the same I, thing? There's a whole thing. Well, that's the thing. There's a whole debate in England. Like, there's like... I mean, this has always frustrated me. I'm not putting it in the bin just yet. I'll probably save it for another week. Um, because it's basically systemic racism. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like... In England, the little bread bun, tea cake, whatever the fuck you want to call it, there's about a hundred names for that, and it's all regional. And it depends on where you're from, and it's actually it'll cause like arguments, like actual arguments. And I personally, as in the words of Keir Starmer, I don't I don't have any truck with that. Um, <laughs> in in, in um, the words of Keir Starmer, I want kids back in schools. No ifs, no buts, no equivocation. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of Keir Starmer, my friends are police officers, <laughs> and therefore. I want them to have a job. Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, so 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 yeah, um, yeah. I don't have any truck with the concept of like, oh, it's called a bomb. Oh, it's called a tea cake. Oh, it's called a bap. <laughs> it's like how how do you have so many names for bread and yet there's like three slurs on rotation for brown people? I I missed all of that. So what I heard, <laughs> what I heard was, oh, it's a bomb. And then there was 10 seconds of radio silence and then three slurs for brown people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. God. I don't even want to know what I missed. I think it speaks for itself, if anything. I don't want to repeat it. Look, people who get involved in that debate on Twitter, first and foremost, sad. Secondly, not worth my time. Thirdly, definitely wouldn't have sex with them. So... They have they have the dry ass pussy. <laughs> they they have not asked me to touch that little dangly thing that swing in the back of their throat. Um, they have that dry ass people. <laughs> um, no, but ultimately that debate. Which, by the way, that's all right. I want to segue into well, this for episode let me make two. This salient point, and then you can segue into that. Ultimately, yep. the difference between what you call a tea cake is what is the entire basis of regional dialect, and it does not matter. Right, Bailey, get into some Ben Shapiro slander. Um, first and foremost, Ben Shapiro isn't a paedophile. I must have to clear that up for legal reasons. No, I'm glad you cleared that up, because episode two, our first guest on the podcast, is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he will be addressing the rumour that he's a paedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he will come on, simply say, no, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you gotta delete that. Oh. You gotta delete that, but you'll keep us laughing and, and like delete, <laughs> like talking about deleting. Right. Sorry. Carry on. No, I mean that was it. The bit was that Ben Shapiro is going to be on the show, which he obviously is. Oh man, he's. But yeah, but regional accents. Like I've always had. Like I don't know. Like I've been thinking a lot about how, um, you know, we talk about this. Like we, your your identity is formed on your hometown, kind of thing. And small town mentality in like this global age, just like so exhausting. Well, it's like I'm obviously gonna talk like this because I can't talk in any other way because you know this is how I was grown up, grown up, bloody hell, brought up and taught to speak. 
But no, definitely. Ultimately, yeah, small town mentality scares me a little bit. And I'll I'll say this: we were both privileged enough to be able to study elsewhere, to leave our hometown. Do you know what I mean? Like we had opportunities, and and we sought after them to pursue like life elsewhere. One thousand um, percent. Bailey. Yeah. Have you watched a good film this week? Have I watched a good film this week? I've watched a bad film this week. I watched a really bad even, film. Even better than um, good film. Um, I, I, and I'll tell you a, a, a good film after it, but it's, yeah. So the bad film I watched is a British film called Await Further Instructions. Have you heard of it? I haven't. What is it about? It's about a British family home for Christmas and there's arguments and they're a very conservative white British family and their kind of prodigal son comes home after three years away and he has and he has a girlfriend who God forbid is is Asian and she's called um she's called Ange and no one gets a name right and and it's this whole thing of you know and Bra- like David Bradley's in it and then they wake up Christmas morning the windows are closed there's like the, the steel walls covering the windows and um the TV starts giving them scary instructions of things to do you know like or take these injections and there's like dirty needles that f- come down the fire the fireplace oh, and they've got to spend time inject themselves and... family ah. sorry Karen. but it, i realized in the end it's kind of it was this kind of shitty metaphor about how the media controls us and we we kind of put faith in into um blindly into these instructions that were given by our tvs and um, it's kind of Brexity, but it's not really that specific about it. And it's like we get our views on religion and, and immigration and these kinds of things from just this screen in our home. And that's ultimately what it wants us to worship it. And yeah, yeah, it was kind of it was just boring and kind of like, you know, when you watch a film and the characters are unbelievably stupid, like you don't know anyone that's stupid. Well, I mean, you don't know anyone that's stupid. I know a lot of smart people, I is what I'm saying. I know you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm flirting with you, I know you babe <laughs> Sonny and Chef um, so um, and yeah so it was called Await Further Instructions I'm sorry to like I, I, I know how hard it is to get a film made but it was just very um, yeah I didn't enjoy it it was not fun what would you give it out of seven out of seven I would give it two a two out of seven that's damning that's damning damning yeah, a damning condemnation. Is that a word? What? Uh, now, now. So this is an interesting part of our friendship because obviously I'm a filmmaker by by um, um, <laughs> existence, or whatever. By trade. So I don't know if it's a trade. Um, so I'm a filmmaker, and you're a you're a um, uh, 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 a friend of mine. <laughs> um, but you <laughs> you don't watch films. That's a thing that we've kind right. of dealt with. So. It's not that I don't. It's not like I'm a psychopath. I, I, it's not like I see a film and I immediately go, "No, get it away." I shall not. I don't know. <laughs> there he is, the Nebraska. <laughs> Me just eating a baguette. Uh, no, <laughs> so, uh, no. so you don't watch films. It's not like that. It's just that I feel like. Other people have watched a lot more films than me. No more. So, you, who has watched a lot of films. I've watched a lot of films. So, yeah. No, it's not that I haven't watched any films. It's just that people be like, oh, my God, have you seen? And I'm there like, no. 
So, with that in mind, have you watched anything this week? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually did watch Hot Fuzz when we were in Nottinghamshire because me and Jasmine, want, my, Jasmine's my sister, uh, we yeah. wanted to explain to our mum and dad what we meant when we kept referencing Hot Fuzz when we were driving through this this bizarre village we were staying in. Lovely little town. Um, I also watched the first episode of Netflix's Teenage Bounty Hunters. Um, Wow. And I'll tell you this, probably terrible, but I had a great time. No, that's great. Teenage Bounty Hunters. It it was originally meant to be called Slutty Teenage Bounty Hunters, which gives you a bit more of an an understanding of the show. Which which also was the name of our podcast initially. (laughs) (laughs) That was it right up until we put this one out. Um, Uh, no, it was the working title. The working title was Slutty Teenage Bounty Hunters. Teenage Bounty Hunters. Wait, so it's like wait, so it's like kind of like sexualized. It's a bit so like it's, it's created by um, some of the people who made Orange Is the New Black, and some of the people who were involved in Glow, um, which I'm also watching. Okay. But I, I I will give a full review of Glow when I finish season three. Um, I. I am hold. I I will. I'm holding my breath. I can't wait. Glow, spoilers, fantastic. Anyway, um, but yeah, and it's kind of like the first thing. It opens up, right? And you got these like these. There's these two sisters, and they're they're in separate cars on like the opposite side of a of a of a car park, a parking lot, as it were. Are you definitely talking about a TV show you watched? <laughs> Oh. oh no! <laughs> my oh me oh my! Uh, no, yeah, it's definitely a t- it's on Netflix. You can I'm go sorry. check it. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, they are uh, they are uh, canoodling with their their boyfriends. But it's set in a in like southern Georgia in the USA, and everybody's like an evangelical Christian. So like, obviously, they're not meant to be having like sex or any sort of sexual relations w- with that woman. Um, but um, but but they are, and um, and th- this is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but but is this? But buckle up your seatbelts. They are. <laughs> um, and then when they're driving home from from doing said things with said boys, they accidentally crash into a into the car of a fugitive who is being chased by a bounty hunter. They end up getting roped into the world of bounty hunting, but. The next guy they have to go after is like one of their classmates' dads at their big racist country club in Georgia, in Atlanta, of all places. So there's four of them, two boys, two no, girls. No, no, there's just two sisters. Um, oh. But they team up. With oh, kind of... so they went to the car park, had a bit of had a bit of fun, and then they got back into the same car and were driving home. Yeah, so like one of them was in their car with a boy, and another one was in the other boy's car. Right. And uh, and yeah, and they, they kind of like become like in in cahoots with this old. Here's a question. Here's a question. Do you have that relationship with your sister where you can just drive to a car park, <laughs> <laughs> just get into someone else's car and be like, I guess I'll see you in for like half an hour, forty five minutes. <laughs> Bold of you to give me half an hour to forty five minutes. <laughs> um... Yeah, but there's another person there, so I'm being considerate. <laughs> 
I shall bear that one in mind. Um, <laughs> um, I, uh, me and my sister are closer than a lot of siblings I would, tend to I would be. attest to that, yeah. However, definitely. I think we draw the line at parking at opposite ends of a car park. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm like, that's actually kind of a weird thing to do with your sibling, is to like, <laughs> oh, hey, let's, are you coming? Like, Not yet. <laughs> ha, no, let's go there. <laughs> and the parents are like, be quiet, we're having dinner. <laughs> and the parents are like, don't slow down, it's getting good. Um, <laughs> not nice. And 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 the dog is like, <laughs> and the cat's like harder. Um, <laughs> and the gerbil's like, squeak squeak. <laughs> and the horse is like, like I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging in the back of my throat. <laughs> but I have a question for you, Sam. And my question is, what does the fox say? <laughs> I can't believe we're going to get paid to do this in six months. <laughs> People are going to pay us to do live shows whenever there isn't a pandemic. People are going to subscribe to a second episode a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... So, um, Slutty Mutant Ninja Turtles is on Netflix now. <laughs> Shaggers Buyers Club. Uh, <laughs> probably should have been Dallas Shaggers Club, shouldn't it? That would have been better. Shaggers <laughs> Club. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they'd be encouraging that based, based, on, based on what that film is about. Based on the sexual health of the characters in Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, God. <laughs> Paris, Texas. Um, <laughs> oh, not good. Holy hell. <sighs> so, I mean, I didn't get an answer. Would you and your sister just be like, right, just off to the Asda car park? For... <laughs> First and foremost, we'll be back. Sainsbury's. Secondly, no. That's a very baguette answer, I think. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very Nebraska Sainsbury's... answer. Very like, very like, What what's that Sainsbury's like? bougie brand taste it's like taste the difference or whatever yeah yeah yeah. i will i will That's... say this sainsbury's taste the difference chocolate chip cookies i was about to say the best chocolate sainsbury's... chip cookies on the market taste the difference cookies across the board yeah. um yeah. and again that goes back to our privilege i think in terms of <laughs> the lives that we're allowed to yeah, live don't, but others don't can't get me wrong i i'm i i know that i am in the lower middle class Cause I'll say I'm this, I'll that. say this. My like, my favorite cookie, beyond beyond everything. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I want to test our friendship right now. Do you know what my favorite cookie Your is? Your favorite cookie? Yeah. No, I don't. Is it an Anzac biscuit, Bailey? Oh, that's that's sweet. But no, um, my favorite cookie is is the oat and raisin. Oh, the oat and raisin. Now you'll see. I'll say this. I personally think oat and raisin is um, a health spawn. However, Sainsbury's <laughs> taste the difference granola cookies, which obviously right. once again shows my my <laughs> my uh, growing up in a in a lower middle class household. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, great. I actually didn't try them until I went to university because I was I was having a long day. I was actually editing. 
I was using Adobe Premiere, which I'm sure you will be um, familiar with. Maui, wow! To uh, to do something for my course, and I was I was in in it for the long. Was haul. this your? No, we don't need to talk about the specifics. People don't care about that. No, people don't care about that at all. Um, um but um, uh, yeah, and yeah, I tried the granola cookies because I thought eating four chocolate chip ones wouldn't sit well, and I was right. Um, definitely, you got to space them out. That's why I get when I go to Subway, I'll get like two oatmeal raisins. <laughs> That's what when I go to Subway, I'll get two. Sandwiches, <laughs> <laughs> two, two sandwiches, twelve cookies, <laughs> three drinks, <laughs> and and one of the servers. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers. Whoa! You call me a slutty teenage bounty hunter. <laughs> call me a slutty teenage subway eater. Um... But you can't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but you can call me daddy if you want. Um... <laughs> Just as long as my sister's out of the car first. <laughs> just, as, just as long as my sister has got into the other car. Um, you know what? They weren't even at other ends of a, of a parking lot. You know what's funny? Were, you know what's funny? On. Just like like good-natured sibling razzing, but during that. <laughs> ha! Good one, sis! <laughs> Stepbrother! <laughs> oh, no. We're going to have to cut that. Um, I knew we weren't above that. Oh, I'm, def- <laughs> I'm definitely below it. Um, yeah. A boom, a boom, a boom, a boom. Oh no. Um, <laughs> no, what I was saying is they're actually not even at other ends of like a car park. They're on like either side of a I don't know how to describe it. A motorway. <laughs> they're, on, they're on either sides of the car. <laughs> they're on either sides of the bed. Um and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um I, I it's like it's like a parking bay, I suppose. You know, sort of the thing you drop someone off at an airport. Um, Wait, so there's cars like moving fast? <laughs> no, nah, because it's kind of like it's a bit of like a lover's lane type deal, but there's no one else there. Oh, like a layby? Yeah, it's like a layby, and they were just the opposite ends of this layby. Like the shot was so you could see both cars at the same time. Yeah, 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 facing the same way as if they both just pulled up. Yeah, yeah, but they were on opposite sides. Like one was in one layby and one was in the adjacent layby. Oh, like on other sides of the road. Yeah, but they... I'm glad we're figuring this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're figuring out the logistics of the shot. Um, so one of them, one of them had to cross the road. Well, wh- why did they? Guys, I want to thank you for listening to the first episode <laughs> of What's All This. <laughs> that is probably a good place to end it, to be fair. Um, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a long road um, with two laybys on either side of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, getting this first episode out, but I want to um, thank you guys for listening. If you're still listening, <laughs> yeah, if you've um, made it this please far, like, message us yeah, and tell definitely. us because we owe you like a pint. <laughs> Message us and tell us uh, why, because I don't know why. Yeah. Um, uh, so please check out the podcast, subscribe on Spotify. I don't know how Sam's going to put it out, but like, yeah, I think hit us up. Spotify is going to be the initial medium with a with a view a view to Apple Music, as it were. Apple Podcasts, obviously, it's not music, right, right, right. But, but we are music to your ears. Um, totally FM. No, yeah, with a view to uh, Apple Podcasts, which takes a bit longer to upload i believe yeah. but initially it will be a spotify upload um tell your friends um tell 
your sister in the same car. <laughs> <laughs> tell your, your, your lover, tell his brother. And, and, well, tell your well, sister and your friend. That's just going to be saying it out loud in the car, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, or playing it in the yeah. car. Background background sound. Share share the podcast. Pass it along, if you will. We'd really appreciate it. And um, we appreciate and, any and all feedback. Yeah. Get in touch. My uh, Sam, do you want to plug your socials? Yeah, I can do. My Twitter and my Instagram is at sammandyg. That's sammandygee, baby. Uh, go follow me. Go hit me up. Don't hit me up. I'm not single. Leave me alone. Um, Bailey, do you want to go? No, I want you to figure out what you just said. I want to. I want to talk through that. Um, a little bit. Uh, don't hit me up. I want to be left alone. <laughs> 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 I'm just drowning uh, in it. <laughs> I'm not. I, well, I suppose I. I. I have a girlfriend. But you're not drowning in it. Is everything okay? <laughs> well, I haven't seen her since March. So. Uh, oh, so things are rocky, huh? Um, you can't say that. Sorry, things are rough. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> fuck your socials and fuck off. Um, my Instagram is at bruiser underscore B-R-O-O-Z-E-R. And my Twitter, I think it's the same. I've forgotten what my Twitter is. Um, I, on the other hand, do not have a girlfriend. And um wide open and available. And this is and to be fair, that that really cuts to the core of what this is about is getting a girlfriend, getting a wife, getting married, getting uh, kids. Getting Bailey a girlfriend and getting somebody to park their big ass Mack truck right in his little garage. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Hide it up. Bye.